0: Welcome to The Design Diaries, a podcast for creatives, freelancers, and business owners looking for candid conversations and real advice. I'm Melissa, self-taught designer, turned freelancer, and now studio owner, here to share my experiences and help you reach your goals. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the podcast. Today is a diary entry day because I just need to talk, kind of just vent um, about something that has not plagued me but you know has been an issue for me not just recently and not just as a creative or as a business owner but I think it's kind of just been a a thing for me in life and I wanted to share some things that have helped me recently and in the hopes of of maybe helping other people and also it's just nice to talk if not to someone directly to to you guys and just sit and kind of like put physical words or like tangible words to the thoughts and to the feelings that I kind of feel in my chest. So today we're talking about my relationship with my productivity and trying to heal that relationship. So just for some context, um, a lot of you may have heard my other episodes about my background, but I'll just give a tiny bit of, of Uh, in a bit so that you know I'm talking about I was a very academic student growing up like school was definitely the central focus of my life at all times Um, you know I went to a really advanced like program in high school and I like worked my butt off so that way I could go to you know a rigorous university and just try and try and do the best with what I was kind of given and that was kind of my major talent that I thought that I had to offer And so for a long time, my self-worth and the way that I viewed myself was with academic achievement and specifically with the feeling of being smart and of achieving things that were tangible, like, you know, a GPA and accolades and all that good stuff. And then I got into Princeton and, you know, I, I went and did the whole self-exploration thing that you probably don't need to hear again. I've talked about it multiple times, you know, on on the podcast, but, you know, I went through the struggle of of moving from pre-med to moving to, like, a policy major and then coming to terms with the fact that I like English and I love thinking about people and um, an art and that I wanted to tap into my creativity. And I think that there's still some unresolved kind of conflict there internally for me about, how to measure my success or like how to tangibly feel proud of myself now that I don't have that kind of like academic metric that I used to. I used to know I was doing a good job because I would get a grade at the end of every quarter. I would get my midterms back and my my finals back, and I knew how I was doing. Um, I knew that I needed to be studying in between classes. I knew I needed to be completing X Y Z homework, doing X Y Z readings, and if I achieved those things, then I was doing the best that I could. And what's been really hard for me moving now into you know adulthood, post academic life, is one, I don't really know how to measure my success anymore. I don't know how to know. When is enough? Like, how, how much have I worked today in order to feel, you know, proud of myself, like I achieved something, like I'm doing the best that I can. I'm having a really hard time also with with being proud of myself. Um, I am trying really hard to not tie my achievement, you know, to physical, to, numerical types of metrics and it's been really difficult as someone who for most of their life did that and that's something that I'm trying to heal right now and what I'm realizing is that probably beyond just academic achievement I've always sort of measured my worth and how good of a job I'm doing and my satisfaction with myself with my productivity and that's kind of been the most linear long-standing relationship and feeling that I've had probably in my life that okay like I achieved everything on my to-do list today whether that was when I was a freshman in high school a senior in college or even now you know over a year out of graduation I'm realizing that I feel good about myself whenever I accomplish everything on my to-do list or when I feel like I've just exhausted myself for the day when I feel like I have I've done something um, and that thing has to be like transferable to like profit or to followers or to um, some sort of like development that I can see and I can feel. And although I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing to feel good after after crossing off everything on your to-do list, it's normal. I think it's very natural for like human beings to, to do that. I am recognizing the toxicity of that sort of relationship and... I'm also realizing now that I'm I'm so hard on myself and I'm never really satisfied with my myself because I'm not giving any other aspect of my life merit to be proud of. Um, and so here are a couple of things that I just kind of want to speak to and put words to um, that that have helped me kind of try and heal this relationship to my productivity as like metric of self-worth and achievement. Um, One of those things is I'm no longer really viewing my to-do list as like my roadmap for my days anymore. Um, And I know that sounds kind of crazy, but on my mental to-do list, maybe not on my like actual written out to-do list, I have other things now that I like want to accomplish. And if I accomplish those things and maybe only a couple of things on my to-do list, I still, I do think feel Better than if I only accomplish what's on my to-do list. If that makes sense. So, a couple of those things that have been really huge for me is like reading. I used to love, love, love reading, um, and I kind of fell out of it just because with the rigor of my academics, you know, towards my end of end adolescence and and you know in college, I just didn't have time for it. And then when I became an English major, I, all I was doing was reading. So leisure reading was not really part of my daily routine or something that I like aimed to do and then whenever I graduated I just I I was really dragging my feet with the whole reading thing because I was just convinced that I had so many other things to do but now my to-do list every day is to just read a little bit and just to like get off of my phone and really fall in love with an author or really get into the weeds of like the plot the characters and that's been really fun for me and so that is on my to-do list every day is like no matter what one it is, if it's when I wake up or while I'm eating breakfast or before bed, I want to make sure that I just read a little bit. Um, another thing is I am making a concerted effort to, like, connect with the people that I care about. So pr- pretty much every day I try and, like, check in on somebody or, like, have a nice conversation with somebody that is important in my life. Whether that's just a couple text messages, sending someone a playlist that reminds me of them, like... Just little things like that, or even like calling my mom on the phone. Um, that's an achievement for me that I try and and get to every single day. Another thing for me is cooking. Um, I didn't realize how much I would enjoy, you know, cooking. Um, you know, and and it's really fun to to see myself evolve from thinking of cooking as like a means to an end aka like survival and now it's like this fun activity that i get to like connect with my culture over i've been trying new vietnamese dishes and it's also an activity for me to like meditate almost i i go into like this trance like state when i cook now where i just feel really like present i feel really alive and i love listening to new music trying out new songs new artists um new genres while i'm cooking or listening to podcasts and um i'm trying to get better about listening to the news or like knowing about current events just because when I was in school they call it the orange bubble on Princeton's campus where you know we kind of just become so involved with our own academic lives that we think we're the center of the universe and don't pay attention to the rest of the world and I think I got kind of used to that mindset and so I'm realizing especially in New York so many things happen on a daily basis um I just want to be better I'm also dating a journalist, <laughs> and I'm definitely seeing the, the importance of staying connected and, and taking the time out of your day to just know what's going on outside of your own life. So those are just a couple of things that have been on my to-do list pretty much almost every day. Um, there are other little things, too, like, um, for example... Making my bed and <laughs> cleaning up the kitchen like a nice, really deep clean. I do it every day, where I, you know, make sure that the counter is clean, things in the sink, X, Y, Z. Um, watering my plants, making sure my plants are taken care of. Just, just random stuff like that. That has nothing tied at all to my business success. That has nothing tied to, you know, any sort of measurement of, of validity that I'm a good person or that I'm smart or that whatever. But they make me feel so good when I achieve them. And that has been helping me so much. It's been healing me so much in terms of like the way that I see life, like the way that I I think I'm supposed to go about my life. is not, It's not a series of to-do lists that you cross off every single day. I don't think that I can really survive for much longer if that's how I view my life like I've, I've always been. And so it's been really healing me to see life as kind of like Achieving these little things that make you happy, and not necessarily like are a measure of anything. Like I don't do any of these things to prove to anybody that I'm like smart or that I'm responsible or blah blah blah. They are things that I do because they fill me up inside, and I'm I'm slowly allowing myself to to indulge in like these little things, and just for the sake of indulgence, and not for productivity, not for this longer aim of achieving some external source of validation and it's been great it's been really really nice and I mean I obviously I do have to shout like Frank out Frank my boyfriend I did like thank him for his help with all of that like he's been a big role model for me um and in terms of seeing my life outside of work I think I've always just been such a dedicated like ambitious person that I forget that you can have ambitions outside of, like, business and outside of career and outside of, like, academics. Um, Kia does such a great job with balancing his life, and I think I've taken a note from his book, and it's been so, so helpful. Um, So, I am still struggling, unfortunately, with how I view myself sometimes I like wax poetic about who I was like in college for example and I think like wow it was like so smart (laughs) like just to be quite frank I would be like wow like um reading an essay maybe I wrote in my junior year I was like wow this is like very well written this is like very really critical analysis like who knows if I could write such a thing now or um, I think back to like my high school days and like well I was doing like BC and I was like you know learning really advanced chemistry and all this stuff and it's hard not to compare who I am now to like this person that I was back then I was really really deep into studying and like learning and I was so good at learning my whole life was about just learning things and being smarter and being intelligent and I really associated one of my core qualities and my personality with being intelligent and like people being impressed by my intelligence just to be like you know really honest, um, and now I, I've come to terms with the fact that, like, I think people still think that I'm smart, hopefully, and, and that's great, but it matters more to me these days that people think that I am, like, really kind, that people think that I'm a good person, um, I also, like, have found a lot of merit in people thinking that I'm funny, (laughs) and people thinking that I'm fun, and, um, it's no longer, like, a huge core trait of mine, or a huge concern of mine that I'd be perceived as, like, really smart, um, but it's still hard, like, I still miss people being, like, oh, yeah, Alyssa, she's really smart, or I just miss being perceived in that way, or I, I miss seeing myself kind of in that way, um, and, unfortunately i think it's going to take a bit more time for me to just really remove the need to be xyz thing um to feel like myself it's it's just like i'm rambling i'm i'm (laughs) i'm trying to heal my relationship to my productivity the way that i live my day-to-day life and also trying to heal my self-perception the way that i measure my success how well good of a job i'm doing like my personal development and I'm really really making an effort to detach all of that from being like a certain adjective that other people get to qualify me as or as not um it's just difficult like I never in a million years when I was younger would have imagined that I would be entering not only into entrepreneurship as my career choice but also you know, as a creative field, I never, ever would have imagined that, to be honest, like, when I was a kid, kid, I definitely dreamed about being a fashion designer, um, I dreamed about being, like, an interior designer, (laughs) like, I loved the idea of those things, and then by the time I was, like, 13, I, like, excommunicated those ideas from my brain, I was, like, pediatrician, anesthesiologist, surgeon, um, all noble career choices, but I, I just never imagined I would be creative, and so, um, I definitely have a lot of prejudices in my mind that i'm trying to unwork from when i was a kid just society kind of teaches us that creatives aren't smart or that like artists artists like are just not as important as like lawyers doctors and engineers um society tells us that like creative people don't offer a lot to society which i think we're slowly unworking you know but and i know obviously for a fact that creatives are the backbone of culture and the backbone of the way that we live our, our lives in the world that we live and I know that but it, it's also really hard to not seek out that like impressed look on people's faces when I meet them for the first time and tell them I'm, I do design um because I used to crave that look on people's faces when I was you know pre-med you know oh like yeah I'm a surgeon and I had I have a face in mind that like I wanted people to make or a sound like oh wow like blah 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 and um and I, I do sometimes get that with this career, which is great, and sometimes I don't. And it's just an interesting place to be in where I'm both so proud of myself for what I've created and, and what I've done thus far. And I'm, I really respect my industry. I really respect my role, like the things that I do, the things that other people in this industry do. But it's like unworking societal views of what it's what it is to be a creative person and reminding myself that I am so really intelligent and like the work that I do is just a different kind of intelligence um yeah so I, I'm working on healing all of those things and it's going to take a lot of time it obviously doesn't help that I I still I unfortunately like really depend on the validation of like people that I I deem as impressive in order to for myself to feel impressive as well But I will take a win in the sense that I do think the way that I view my day to day achievements and like how good I feel about like my life is no longer all about A's and a 4.0 and it's no longer about like money per se. And obviously like how much money I make feels great (laughs) and how much work I get done a day feels great. But I am really measuring holistically those other things that I mentioned and it's just it's feeling really nice. So maybe I could check in with you all in a couple of months from now, um or however long it takes, whenever I do maybe feel better about my relationship to like my identity and like my career choices and all of that stuff. Um I feel I feel great generally, but it just those intricate like minute mini moments where I, I do kind of pause and I wonder and I Posit what could have been and all of that stuff. So, I'm working on that, and maybe I will check in with you whenever that has healed a bit more, or maybe when I've made progress on that end. Um, but for now, I'm really happy with the progress that I've made with how I view my life and in the balance that I'm achieving. And so, yeah, ramble over, diary over. <laughs> um, thank you so much for listening to this episode it really had no rhyme or reason, no direction. I hope it was entertaining or comforting or any adjective that you want to put that's positive, um, to you. And yeah, until next time, thanks so much for watching. Watching? Oh my god. Listen, I've been talking for too long. (laughs) Thanks so much for listening, um, to this episode. Um, if you want to send me a message, DM me about this episode, or any episode, please feel free at ATN Design on Instagram. And I'll see you next episode. Bye! Thanks for listening to the Design Diaries. We'll catch you on the next episode.